Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. This is a Hagana Good day and welcome to the car wash. This is episode number 42. We come to you bright and early after having watched a whole bunch of football last night. On today's show, we have the PSL finale upcoming. We react to the penultimate matches from last night. And we also discuss Premier League transfer rumors and, of course, a little messy update. Um, whether you're listening to us on the SL Podcast Network, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Mahi Gang 96.7 FM Game Time, welcome to the show. Uh, of course, I'm your host, Lou Pao, and I don't come to you alone. So, what could I say about this man, Sean Roberts? You know, if you were a, if you were a black artist, I'd call you Donald Glover. Gloves and say, <laughs> never mind. It's a bad one. I, I struggled. <laughs> so I, bad. I struggled with this with this week's one. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and I might call <laughs> I might call him Malcolm because he was the man in the middle of Steko Mudisa. How are you doing? Good man, good man, good man. All right, gents. Um yeah, I think I think we need an update on them jokes. So Right. <laughs> I know several jokes in sign language. I guarantee no one's ever heard of them before, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's oh. in the morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Simon? Yes, thank you, thank you. I'll also, I'll also admit something about the intros that I do. Yeah. Uh, is I leave them to the last minute. I always do. And so generally I've had the whole day, but like now <laughs> we've woken up so early that my mind was just like, okay, okay. what are we going to So you are do? forgiven. <laughs> yeah. You are forgiven because that was dog poo. All right. But we have some PSL action to go through last night. Uh, in a, I don't know if we've done if the PSL has done this before. Do they always do the second last round of matches also at all at the same time? Because usually it's the last round of matches that we do that. But mm, that was I think interesting. I quite I quite enjoyed that setup though. I think what what channel was that on where you could watch three games at once? It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I think I was on two o two, so I was watching the Chiefs match. But then they yeah. would bring up the the other ones every now it was and then. Pretty sick. Might have been two o four. Yeah, it was slick. It was uh, it was mm. awesome, man. I Very mean, literally well one click of a button, you you're watching five or six games. It was uh, it was epic, and um, yeah, my heart was in the mouth for with with Chiefs for at least seventy minutes, brother. Like, oh, wow. Against the nine man chipper. Oh man, we can't do it. Oh, they can't man. do it. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. But it's, down to the last game, guys. It is as we planned. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so so let's start here as opposed as opposed to chiefs you know because they did have the big lead that they've lost over time mm. but as opposed to that as opposed to that this is good right this is i mean 56 points isn't a lot for a championship winning team for 59 potentially but this is good for the league i rate because i mean all the way we have to be glued to our screens yeah, yeah. So in terms eyes. of entertainment you're talking yes. yeah, yeah i mean mm. it's it's good for chiefs as well you know you've got i mean how good was nokovic as well i mean just that flick on being in the right place at the right time billiard back on the score sheet which which brings it even more exciting to the finale game because if he can bring a little bit of fire that's all that chiefs need because he has the ability to change the game he's that good when he's when he's on song um yeah but i mean it's just uh 
Yeah, I mean, I was I was nervous for Chiefs. I was very nervous. It, it could have. Uh, you just never know. Yeah. Against a nine-man chipper, you know how much I love chipper. Yeah. You just never, never know. And yeah, um, yeah Sundowns did well again. First fifteen minutes could have gone either way. I mean, Polokwane had a couple of good chances. Um, yeah, Zwane phenomenal. But just yeah, I'd link I mean, up with Serena, man. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. And um, what a what a power weekend ahead. Yeah. Teko, what are your thoughts on the games, bud? Um, Chief, I was just happy that the electricity was back at my place. I didn't even know that there was a channel where I could watch so many games at once. Mm. Yeah, mm. but um, I, I was I was glued to 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 Mamelu Sundowns more. Reason being, um, trying to see if they actually a team that can push. She's uh, to the last game. That was my biggest concern. I wanted to see how Mamelu Sundowns performs, right? And uh, I was switching back and forth with with, with KZ Chiefs as well. But my thing is 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 as I don't think it's 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 actually anything good for Chiefs right now. You know, you're looking at at some point this these guys were were 13 points ahead. And they had to come back and fight for it, where they could have now be introducing young stars for the last three games or so. But but one thing also that I need to commend them for is they've been number one since August. It's been over a year now, you know, and um, and it's it's not easy um, when you have to compare players uh, from Kansas Chiefs to Sundowns. I think Sundowns has a better squad. But Chiefs have done the best that they could with the squad they have, and uh, coming going into this into this um, sorry man about uh, yesterday's game, I think it's it's brilliant to see Kama back on the score sheet. He didn't look as happy as 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 the Ronaldo that we know with the celebrations, but you can tell that it's he's been stressed. You know, there's so much pressure on him. You can tell on his face. But, it could have been three or four, hey? You could have scored three or four goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, the the, the thing is, we, we 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 tend to forget the pressure that the players are in. Um, I was I was listening to the comments after the game, like yeah, with eight men down, they could have they could have we could have scored more goals. It's it's never easy with 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 so much pressure, knowing for a fact that you haven't won so so many years. It's not the pressure the pressure the Kansas are in. It's not because they 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 were number one. They have to win the league. It's because they haven't won so many years. They forgot. Uh, the feeling of winning. So now the pressure is there for them to get that feeling back. And sometimes things are not going your way. But anyway, you have to win. And that's which is what, what they did yesterday. Both teams got the results that they needed. Sundowns scored three. So last game, I'm afraid to, it's, it's, it's going to be a movie. For me, I think oh, the problem will be, um, not the problem per se, but Sun, uh, Chiefs, what they need is they need to remember where they were last season this time. Probably uh, uh, on the lock, they were fighting for number nine, number 10 there. So now there's a huge improvement from the team. They need to block the noise in the last game. They don't need to, don't need to focus on what Mamele Sundance is doing. They need to do their job. They need to win the game for themselves. They must forget about what Mamele Sundance are doing. Because if they do that, it might be a problem. And... Uh, and, and and yeah and 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 I think it's on the last game they need to they need to just trust and believe in everybody's ability because I've seen like with with Bidvet versus game if you look at if you look at how they conceded Mato is the one that's pressing the man on the ball up front there one pass out 
Ivanga scored the goal where Mato is supposed to be as a defender. I believe that I, I've, I've never understood when in the game, dying minutes as, as defender becomes a striker because we need to score goals. What is it that you're going to do there that is better than the strikers? It's just that sometimes you, you, for me personally, I've never believed in those type of things. The people that are supposed to play in that position, let them play in that position. Whether you win or lose, you still have to have a structure within the team. And with Casey Chiefs being in the position, in his first position, you need to always have a structure. Whether it's a lose or draw or anything else, because of those goal differences that might come in play come end of the game. You never know, Sundowns might score six, Chief. The Sundowns. So you need to, you need to have the That's type very of, possible. The type yeah. of thing. Exactly. So I think um, on, on the day, Nje, um, I enjoyed Tembazwane's performance yesterday. I've, 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 I've spoken about Tembazwane being the candidate for me for Football of the Year for, for obvious reasons. I mean, the guy's got 11 goals as a midfielder. He's the only midfielder that has so many goals with double figures. And he was, um, um, he was competing with Losh last season with Football of the Year and he only had four goals last season. So imagine the improvement of this season. So if he doesn't win it, I don't know who. But... Come Saturday, um, I'm going to the studio with uh, with uh, with tissues because I know that somebody's going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so sticking with the PSL, uh, heading into the last round of matches, my oh my, what these games mean. Chiefs versus Barocca, who, by the way, uh, took down Mamelodi Sundowns not too long ago. And then Mamelodi Sundowns against Black Leopards. Both of those games are title deciders and relegation deciders. Uh, it is uh, wow. Polokwane City who sit bottom of the table right now. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you this, the permutations are insane. Baroka, if they just get a point, they know that they're they're not automatically safe. They, they would still potentially finish in 15th. But that's, you know, it's just not the same as going down immediately. But if anybody just gets a point, actually, it is only Baroka who can still... Uh, be overtaken by Polokwane City. So it's Polokwane City will be facing, give me one second, Bidvest Vits. And so no Mm -hmm. easy games here. Um, But, you know, more importantly, at the top, 56 points they are tied on. Kaiser Chiefs with the goal difference of 21, Mamelodi Sundowns with the goal difference of 18. And we know Sundowns. <laughs> we know that when they want to, they can they can be absolutely Bayern Munich level savage. Sure. So mm-hmm. Chiefs are going to have to show up and show out. Um, and they unfortunately won't know. They, there's, there's no information that can be fed to you live like that. So yep. you just have to show up. So, you know. Are, are the other games at the same time? Yes. Yep. All the games yes, will be sir. at the same time. Half past three Saturday. Damn. It's It's... It's I'm I'm so excited because there's and so much very can, rare to say for a PSL game, right? Very <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> excited <laughs> at Sean, this level. I mean, come on, Sean. We know Stellenbosch and Highlands Park game is always exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no one is playing in the midfield. It's always up in the air. Correct. Isn't it, isn't it wild though? If you look at the Glad Africa Championship, it also came down to goal difference on the last day, yeah. and now it's the mm. same. Except, you know, I think I think as much as Amakosi fans will tell you that they're confident, oh, boys are going to do the job. Yeah. I, the nerves, I can feel tension. I can feel it through mm. Twitter. I can feel it through Facebook. There's, they're, they're, they're not fully, because you don't know. They're unsure. Exactly. Chiefs yeah. could win 1-0, Sundowns wins 5-0. Yeah, and they haven't had the best bubble. So, but you know what I'm saying? They're coming off a win. They're playing Baraka, who's coming off a massive loss. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but Baraka have beaten Sundowns. Yep. So you've got to like, yo, you, and anything can happen. They're playing for their lives. Both teams are playing for their lives. Um, I've, got, I've got to go for a Chiefs victory. Like, well, there's no other choice. Yeah. Like, we keep on saying it every week, but there is no other choice. Yeah. Um, I think Sundowns will win. I think Chiefs will win. I think Chiefs will win the league. See, this time I have to go scoreline predictions, though, because it's because it's important. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go dramatic. I'm gonna go. It's gonna be one-one with Chiefs and Baraka till the 89th minute, <laughs> and Karma Billiard to score in the 93rd minute wow. for for a two-one victory. And I've got goosebumps saying this, and then all of a sudden he's an Emma 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 Kozi hero yet again. That's Ooh, what I'm going for. Yeah. And I'm going for a convincing 3-0 win for Sundowns anyway. But I'm just saying, um, yeah, that's what I'm going for. I'm going for a nail-biter. So you, so you think Chiefs win it by one goal-on-goal goal difference? I, I... Because that's what it would be. By the way, for everyone yeah. listening, if they do end up tied on goal difference, Chiefs would likely win because of goals scored. Because sure. they, they have 47 yeah. going into this last round. But right. unless Sundowns hit a 9-0. We'll so, <laughs> um, um, which is possible. <laughs> if Zwani played like he did last night, it's possible. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Tex? What are, what are your predictions? You know, uh, not for the scoreline, though. Um, I think both teams will win. But it's just that my fear is with KZ Chiefs is they're not a team that is playing where they're not free. They're very nervous, like Slua said. Like I can feel, I can see the tension within the team as well. Mm. I see Mamelodi Sundowns going all out, trying to probably maybe score as early as they can so that they can have more. Because looking at the game yesterday, they could have scored four. They were denied a goal, which was not an offside. Mm -hmm. So the goal difference will be different right now as well. But I, I see the team. I see, I see both teams winning, just going down to goal difference as well. So, we'll see who wins it. But, uh, but for me, it'll be, it'll be sad to see because she's not winning the league after they've done so well for the for the whole season. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's it'll it will be genuinely a tragedy, a South African modern tragedy. <laughs> she's done. It would. <laughs> All right. So I want to talk about best in the bubble in terms of the surprise packages post lockdown. We've seen some really impressive performances. I think now that we look at it, probably Super Sports United is top of that list. They, they've really just dominated every match. Cape Town City I actually saw a table that was released that, that actually has Cape Town City on top mm. um, post lockdown. Yeah. Um, so and, and then. You know, at first we we thought, oh no, Celtic. You know, they're gonna struggle. But you know, new coach, it, it is always tough, especially in the bubble. Yeah. Um, sure. And you know, then we had Vitz really struggling for form, and then you know they 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 lost yesterday, but they got that big win against Chiefs. I think I think don't don't write off Stellenbosch. Yeah. You know, they had zero budget this year. They've had an average team at best, mm -hmm. and. I think, are they top eight at the moment? They are in 10th. They're 10th. Yeah. I think they can go top eight if they win. They can, yeah. Which they, is unbelievable. I think Steve Barker's done an incredible job. Um, and I hope, hopefully they've got a bit more money to spend next year and, and push for some silverware because, uh, um, but yeah, I think Cape Town City have been amazing. Super sport, phenomenal. Um, Leopards possibly as well if they stay if they stay above because I mean they were the favorites to go down at one stage and yeah. they could be mm. they could survive yet again yeah they've got three wins in their last five still yeah. which uh, is massive yes yeah, which is massive insane. but um, Cape Town City and Stellenbosch and uh, Supersport have been uh, been my my prize I would say 
Supersport United uh, now in third position. Crazy. Which I still find hilarious considering Stan has told me. Stan hates it. He doesn't qualification. <laughs> um, but his team has different things in mind, Baba. For one. <laughs> what do you think, Teko? Your, your team of the bubble? Oh, looking at the points, um, with Captain Seed having 12, collected 12, uh, more than all the teams that we spoke about, I think they, they, for me, they're not a surprise package because I think I believe that the, the team could have been performing like this since the beginning because they're capable of good players, you know, mm. to do that, to do the job for them. But you can see that the understanding of the players and the coach is coming into play and you can see how they play as well. But for me, the biggest surprise will be Black Leopards, you know, mm. collecting nine points. Uh, uh, when you look at Leopards in, in during the season, you never knew who are they going to beat? You know, you never knew anything about Leopards. You always uh, thought that, okay, it's difficult to play Black Leopards in Venda, but they didn't win. It was just an interesting game, but they never won. So coming coming to the buyer bubble and, and collecting so much points and being, I'm sure now in camp, now there's a different conversation altogether. You know, uh, um, they just probably need a draw or a win. They 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 good. They they're not stressed as as they used to stress. I think the biggest problem now is in Polokwane City. They fighting for playoffs. Yeah. They're not fighting not to go down. They're just fighting for playoffs because whatever reason they happen, if they win, they probably might go to the playoffs. But but for me, I just I just I just wish that. Not to be bad, but two two teams from Nepopo should be going out definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make that away trip a bit more palatable. Yeah, yeah. So two teams are going out definitely, but yeah, like you said, uh, uh, Sean, I think Stelis as well. You know, they survived, and now they know what it takes to be in the PSL. And uh, now I think going into the new season, they need to they need to use this transfer window very well. They need to sign properly the players that can actually come and help the team. Uh, players that can come in and 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 probably maybe try to to get silverware, whatever the case may. Be. But I think the biggest taste for them should be in the top eight. If they can be in the top eight, I think that'll change yeah. uh, so many things uh, at, uh, at studies. I think a quick, so, yeah. a quick a quick shout out to one of the players at studies. I think Lee Langefeld, the goalkeeper, has been phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I mean, he had a great season last season to get them up into the PSL. Was dropped. Um, you know, as a goalkeeper, it's not easy. Stood his ground, kept quiet. They've actually released their first choice goalkeeper back to Holland. And now he steps in and he's the captain and he's done brilliantly. And uh, yeah, just a shout out to Lee. I think he's done fantastic. It's very easy to drop your head in those situations, but uh, yeah, he's he's done very well. For me, Sean, he's he's great. Like I've watched Stellenbosch. I mm. think he's great, but I, I, I don't know. You can give him a call. Just... Just lose a little bit of weight. <laughs> that would be great. Dude, I was, I I was yeah, I wasn't gonna say it, but I'll I'll give him a call. I'll give him a call. Yeah. There's a couple of goalkeepers in the PSL. It's not just yeah. him. Bro, how's Mbata. it at the moment? Hey. Mbata for 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 Amazulu. Yeah. It's, it's You're like, dude, what have you been eating? Fat cooks in a bio bubble. <laughs> Like Jesus, yeah, but yeah, but I think if, if you have a if you have a goalkeeper in better shape, it gives it gives you it gives you the confidence as a defender. But I mm. think also because because he's that good as as in in in, in Stelis, I think if he's in better shape, 
he can be he can be better. I think he I can agree. be one of those one of those conversations where big teams are looking for him. So I think it's 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 for his own good. Yeah. If he looks better. I mean with what's Lee now? Is he 33, 34? I mean, if he looks after himself, he's got at least another three, four years in him for sure. So um, oh, well, yeah. maybe I'll give him a call, Teko. Uh, by the way, as long as we're doing some player shout-outs, uh, Peter Shalulile from Highlands Park has been amazing in the bubble as well. Uh, even, you know, to, to, to catch up with Mango, who is on a just a, a run, um, Shalulile, I think he's also, we're going to talk about this potential Highlands sale just now, but he's he's really performing like he he's he's trying to wear the, <laughs> the yellow next season, if he feels me. <laughs> um, and then uh, who else did I want to, oh yeah, Wayne Sanderlands, that, that, that performance. Double penalties there. Yeah. Big, yeah, big performances, yeah, yeah. you know. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, Pirates are still in the hunt for third spots as well, sure. which I'm sure they want. So, sure. um, especially with the pressure of potentially having, uh, potentially, what's it, having Pirates want to buy Ofori. I think he's really shown that, like, hey, man, I'm your guy. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, especially with Ofori costing so much money, I think Pirates will probably just want to stay in interesting. House. I mean, Wayne, Wayne's 37 now, hey? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you've got to, uh, and Richard's thirty six, uh, twenty six. So, um, but yeah, the way Wayne's been playing, he's been playing like he's twenty seven. So, um, it'll. It's an interesting. It's an interesting one. I think Pirates have struggled for goalkeepers over the past three, four seasons. Yeah. Um, they need to get a proper number one. I'm not saying Wayne isn't, but you've got to look post next season. Um, he is thirty seven. What do you do if I were che- if I were Pirates, I would buy a Fori. I'll let them battle it out. Realistically, I think Wayne will be a fantastic number two um, and sort of a mentor to Richard if need be. But um, they definitely need to beef up that apartment, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So up next, I briefly want to chat about this potential Highlands Park sale because it hasn't been approved just yet. uh, And we're hearing all of these weird rumors. Uh, Mnisi at Highlands Park says he's ready to fight against the sale of the club. I think he has like a 20% stake. Um, there was reports that Highlands Park players refused to train after PSL reports, but the way they've been playing, you wouldn't say that. Um, there's reports of Peter Shalulile and Motobim Vala uh, being uh, linked with Sundowns now. And it's just... Uh, oh, and Dugama going to TTM. You know, and, and it's like, I j- I'm just getting flashbacks, man, because we've <laughs> seen this just now. We've <laughs> seen this story. Uh, and um, and there's talk of it being relocated as well. To Mpumalanga, yeah. So yeah, uh, I... I, I I don't want to see another because I just I still don't feel good about this system uh, of, of of selling clubs. But you know, what would you guys think? Do you think that there's going to be another Highlands Park fire sale? You know, but it's it's sad because how old is Highlands Park? That's also a very old team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I don't know if you can do a bit of research, actually. So I mean, it's just uh, 1959. You see, so 60 years. Yeah. It's 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 frightening and just to and obviously it'll be renamed if it is sold. Yeah. Um, and who they're talking in terms of Kazi, right? Is yeah, that, is that Tim who Tukazi, yeah. yeah. I did yeah, I did him, message yeah. him and didn't reply, so maybe that's uh maybe that's a sign. I don't know. Yeah. But again it's it's you know, if there's no real laws laid down, if if if, if it's the wild, wild west out there and people can do what they want, if there's gonna be all these tough away games, you know, to, you know, Venda, Pumalanga, I don't know. It's just it just puts a sour taste in my mouth, to be honest. Yeah. And they have a good thing going there, man. That's my biggest thing. Like Highlands, it's not, they, they have a chance at a top eight finish. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I, I don't, I guess I don't know the thinking here. I guess well, money I guess to be you've made. got to look at who owns it, right? Yeah. And I know yeah. the guy that owns Hatfield, 
I'm not going to mention his name, but he, he's he's got a big stake in it. Um, and I presume with the lockdown, without being able to, the car business might have taken a knock. He might need to replenish mm-hmm. some cash. That's the only way I can think of it. You know, I, I don't think you make a lot of money in this business, yeah. to be honest. Um, but I, I don't, I don't but think Patrice makes any money out of it. I'm sure he just forks it out. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's sad. It, nevertheless, it's a sad, sad state at the moment, to be honest. You know, you know, Sean. Uh, f- for me, I would say if 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 because that's what I was thinking as well. If that's the case, maybe uh, the person who's got bigger shares who wants out get somebody else to 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 buy into those shares. Don't sell the team. Sure. Because number one, like look at what the team has done in Tembisa on its own. You know, it brought football back into Tembisa. People are excited to see Chiefs, all these big teams coming there to play, and there's always a full 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 crowd whenever those teams go there to play Highlands Park. Yeah. And uh, and 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 also you, you can't be that guy. That is always known as selling teams and buying them. You you mm. you, you don't want to be that guy because they've been doing this for a long time, and now you feel you see how messy it is now with Sinky fighting them, Sinky coming out not knowing any, not having any information. He's still mad even today, and also you you have you've assembled a good team that has been in a final as well. You know you you've you found you, you have an identity now as Highlands Park. We speak about this team um, uh, almost all the time. Correct. And now you've got a good thing going and then you want to spoil it and then somebody else will come in and relocate and now they need to start afresh. My biggest fear is the standard of football with all these guys buying all these teams, starting new teams. I think the standard of football will drop. I think we're just going to see um, maybe all these big three and maybe include Super Sport there a bit and then the rest will be fighting against each other. Scrapping. Uh, it's crappy, dude. So I think for me, I think it's bad timing for, for for Highlands Park. You know, I think also the ambitions for the players as well, not 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 sure of their of their statuses. Um I, I think I think that'll that will put a little bit of a dent into into the team because even if you finish top eight, you know, you're not sure whether you'll be part of the team or not oh, man. You, come next season. Yeah, you don't want to be a know? footballer right now, do you? You know, unless you've you're, got a five year deal at Sundowns, you are okay. But yeah. other than that, yeah. it's just man, it's it's not a it's not a great yeah. place to be. And I, exactly. And I think it's it's just great for, for Shalilila. I think Shalilila is is the guy that is every team will want to have. And of course, with with how Sundowns play, I see Shalilila there, but I don't see Mvala being signed at Sundowns. I don't think he's going to bring anything that Sundowns doesn't have. Yeah, but they have so many midfield options already over there. No, they've got the, Sundowns. You've got creative midfielders, and the only person that is not that creative in that midfield, there's probably two. It's maybe Mabunda and um, Kotia who's playing in the midfield, but they they bring that solidarity in the midfield. You know, they bring that stilt in the midfield. Mvala. Mm. What are you gonna do? Sundowns doesn't cross the ball, so who are you gonna head it to? Mm. So I, so I think with, with Mvala, yes, he's one of those ascending players for that team. He might go somewhere, but I don't see him fitting at Sundowns. But Shalolile is the guy that Sundowns really, really need because you look at you, you look at the way he scores. Even last season, he was their top goal scorer. Even in Mvala, so he's been consistent for three years. So now he's the guy that scores all the goals. He scores with a header. You know, he, you want to have the type of a striker that is you know, versatile, that can play off the shoulders. And that's what he does. And Mamlu Sanas will benefit so much from him. 
but I don't see the price tag is crazy. I just want to see the guy that actually put on this price tags on this place. I just want to have a conversation with him. I'm like, dude, how do you get to this number? What do they say now? Number. Doesn't it doesn't it feel like it gets higher every week, Deco? Because I gets, saw it, yeah. week, weeks ago I saw thirty million. Come I on, saw man. people tweeting fifty million. Yes, I was like, guys, dude, <laughs> it's dude, not going to happen. No, he's, at uh, that level. no. 15 million at the most in my opinion yeah those the big price tags that's what we send to Europe man. exactly the, we don't send these exactly. to each other exactly exactly <laughs> so it's crazy it's, right. it's crazy how they get to that number but I'm, I'm uh, with this quality yes millions years about well, 15 to 20 30 million I mean come on guys this is a guy that that is he's, the problem is also you need to figure out like um, whether he'll still do the same thing in bigger teams because we've seen top strikers go into big teams and then getting there, you're getting your four goals a season yeah. with 29 games. So now the big question is at, 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 at Highlands Park, they play for him. You know, they know that he's the guy. Every ball needs to go to him. Highlands Park, when they want to win, they know who, who to take the ball to. Sometimes they don't, they don't, they don't rely on any, any individual. They rely on the team. They rely on everybody to bring in and chip in and score goals. So I think... For for me, thirty million, it's 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 too much. Uh, not not doubting any talent from that boy, but I uh, come on, thirty million is a F- lot. Fifteen max capped. That's my opinion. Fifteen yeah. million. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody gotta calm down on these Twitter streets. Damn. It, it gets higher every week. I am. But up next, we have the international news disc. And for that, we are joined by international news correspondent, Kurt Buckerfield. How are you doing, Kurt? Hey, man. How are you guys doing? We are good. Hey. We are good. Hey. So, uh, you know, we were, up, just, we were just talking about some, uh, some high-level transfers that could happen within the PSL. But now we can look over to the Premier League. And, of course, that will involve Messi. But let's talk about some other guys first. Um, so, over at your team, Man United, I believe, Donny van, de- van de Beek, right? Yes. Apparently, you pronounce it Van de Beek. Van de Beek. That's what I've seen. All right. Van der Beek, yeah. Van but as a as a South African, I want to say Van der Beek. Absolutely, that's the yeah. Van der Beek. Van der Beek. But I think he's just probably going to go by Donny. You know, Donny. Yeah. All right. So, uh, in, what does he bring to the Man United midfield, which is already uh, you know there's already Bruno there, Pogba there. What dynamic is he going to bring in, and um, what do you think Man United will will look look to next? Because I don't think the transfer window is over for them. I think they probably want to add another guy. Uh, so so what do you see yeah. from Man United with this move and, and potential future ones? I think, look, I think it goes without saying that his arrival definitely gives Manchester United depth. Um, we saw Solskjaer, um, I, I can't, I don't know if you guys remember, but last season towards the end of the season, he wasn't using any substitutes. Mm. Um, and it, it felt like it was a clear message to the board to say, well, I don't have players to bring off the bench. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are saying it's just going to give United depth, but I don't think that we're actually giving this player the credit that he deserves. He's a mm. very, very intelligent mm. midfielder, mm. but very unassuming. Um, I tweeted about it the other day. I said he doesn't look like he's capable of the things he's capable of. Um, he's very versatile in midfield, likes to get into the box, um, he likes to play quick passes, little back heels, flicks around the corners. So I'm, I'm very excited to see this guy play. I think it is going to be very interesting to see if he does fit in the team with Bruno, with Pogba, 
um, with Marshall, with Greenwood, with Rashford. You know, it's it, it's a lot of attacking. Play- those are a lot of attacking players, um, but it's very exciting. I think that he can play. Uh, like I said, he's versatile. He can play a few roles in midfield. He can play as a defensive midfielder. But I think that his, his strength is to get into the box. He has been likened to Thomas Muller um, in the sense that he he's very, very good with space. Um, he arrives at the, at the right time. He's got a knack for that. And I don't think you can teach that. That's something a player just develops. Mm. Um, so I'm very excited to see how it all works. But then on to... You know which other players we could be targeting. I'm still reading. I'm still seeing reports in England say that Manchester United are still quietly confident that they are going to land Jadon Sancho in this transfer window, mm. which is extremely interesting because of what Dortmund have said. They they've been pretty clear in uh, in saying that Sancho will be with them this coming season. Um, but it looks like you know there's a there's a there's some politics at play. Maybe um, they're holding out for that. 100 million figure, um, which United are, are pretty much just weighing up, you know, whether to do that now or next season. And I, I have a feeling it's going to be now. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I mean, it would be a massive move for Sancho to go over. Um, and I think that also puts more pressure on on that front three because um you know Rashford didn't have the best season last season um and Sancho's a winger and I, I think I believe he was play- oh no Sancho's a right winger am I correct yes right winger yeah so you know do you do you bench Greenwood then who who, who I thought was pretty decent last season yeah I think I think it just uh, I don't know I mean Greenwood's a very very talented player obviously but he's 18 years old mm. and you, you can't be relying on an 18 year old uh, for 50 games a season you know so if you're playing in the Champions League and, and, and all these cup competitions and, and the Premier League you're going to want strengthening numbers um, Sancho would be uh, a regular starter I think he would be first choice but um, when Rashford's of form then, then, then Greenwood comes in um, with Marshall's on, uh, off form then Rashford goes up top and Sancho and Green would play. So I think it just gives Solskjaer a lot of options, and that's exactly what he wants and what he was lacking last season. Interesting stuff. Uh, so um, we have to talk, I guess, about... I mean, Chelsea are in for... Oh, man, his name is escaping me now. Um, from Havertz? Yes. <laughs> yes, Kai Havertz yes. from from Leverkusen. Um, yeah. is, is that still in the works? That Because it feels like it's been in the works forever. Well, apparently, uh, Chelsea are just preparing the announcement. Ah. There was a picture circulating on social media yesterday, um, which it looked like Kyle Habits was already in training with Chelsea. Um, and that's what the tweet said. So it's pretty much done, Slew. 80 million up front, um, a five-year deal. Um, yeah, everything's done. It's another excellent signing, but obviously with these arrivals... Um, comes greater expectations. And Frank Lampard, you know, he has to deliver. I mean, they've backed him in this transfer window. But believe me, there will be a long line of coaches um, throwing their name in the hat if things don't go too well how, for How him. much have Chelsea spent um, this window? Oh, my God. I think it's upwards of... It's 300, isn't 200, it? No, no, no. I think it's around... Oh, net spend around 230 million. Oof. That's, yeah. yeah. 
And, and it's starving people around the world. <laughs> Come on, Sean. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, you want to talk? You're a Manchester City fan. Come on, man. Jeez. Manchester yeah, City, I still guy. figure that since 2016, you guys have spent 660 million pounds. That's ridiculous, bro. No yeah. Champions League, oh, though. Dude. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> but, Are we talking about Messi or? Yeah, we got it now. <laughs> now that I've brought up City. Come on, Kurt. Uh, Tell us about your man. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys, but I, look, I'm, I'm just. I'm over it, man. Nothing's happening. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Um, apparently, his father had a meeting with the president, the Barcelona president, um, Tuesday night or Wednesday night, sorry. Um, and it was a stalemate. Um, no progress at all. The club are still insistent on the fact that he isn't um, able to leave in this transfer window. They are um, insisting he has a contract until... 2021 um, but Messi's father's stance is that he is free to leave so I've read you know a whole bunch of contrasting reports and I'm always very careful um, you know in, in what I believe during these times um, so it's unless his buyout clause is met right which is 600 plus million yeah but Sean I, I don't believe that I still think that you know at the end of the day it's going to come down to not just one man's decision. And right now, mm. the president is trying to make Messi stay. But I think that, and I've read this too, there are a lot of board members at Barcelona who want to help Messi, want to make this civil. You know, they want to give Messi the, the respect that he deserves. They mm. don't want to make it ugly. So it could very well go to court. But you'd have to consider that the presidential election come, comes up next year and the new president... Um, could very well just, you know, squash the court case and, and leave everything, you know, like just completely mm. um, uh, just, yeah, I don't know, guys. I mean, look, I'm, I'm tired talking about it. Honestly, <laughs> I'm sure you can pick that up because every single day we're reporting on this. Every single day we're reading different things. Um, you've got one section of the media that seems incredibly biased and you see a, a lot of slander towards Messi. Um, which I'm seeing more and more of, which is something you spoke to me about, Slew. You mentioned it to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of people now saying things like, well, he's, you know, the club don't deserve this. The fans don't deserve this. And calling him a traitor, oh God, which just, the, the main thing uh, is, it's is to me. It's ridiculous, man. Of course he's not a traitor. Yeah. My thing is, I, I, I enjoy freedom for, for, for players and athletes. Like, play where you want to play. And, and, and my thing is that he's allowing Barcelona to still make a ton of money from this transfer if if it does happen right so all they have to do is kind of well not really Slu, because if he if he does leave he, you know he's trying to leave for free so that, that's he's true. not really giving yeah but but um it, it, it's, but i mean he's to, yeah. he deserves to do what he wants yeah he deserves to do what he wants after 20 he's, years because he's not going to real madrid he's not going to espanol you know he, he's, he, would, <laughs> yeah. he would leave the league so uh, you know and it's not like he jumped ship as soon as things got tough I mean, it's, it's yeah. been like, you know, it's been coming. It's been five years. Yeah, yeah. Let him go. So I, I, yeah, man, just let him go. I, I, I still think it will come down to that. I still think they will let him go. Man. It's, I do. Time will tell. Messi, 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 divorce. <laughs> messy, boys. Time will tell. Anyway, yes. But, Cook, but, but Cook, for me, for me, I'll say, um, for us as fans, I think we know what Messi has done for the team and we've seen how much he's struggled past uh, all those years now when we don't have enough depth within the team. And he still mm -hmm. shows up and uh, he's always been the exactly. guy that, that, that does the business. But he just yeah. did, from, from, from a business side, 
I think it's very, very difficult for them to come to terms to that, you know, to, to just let go. Because uh, I don't believe that they actually thought this time will come where Messi will be the guy that wants yeah. to leave. You know, when you, when you have that, that, that beautiful girlfriend that you don't take, take care of and then... <laughs> One day, and then it, she decided, I listen, dude, I found Stop love. Stop bringing up else. your past, Seko, please, <laughs> man. Jeez. No, but I'm just, but I'm just saying that you, you, you find, you, you find that difficult. Now you, all of a sudden, now you show affection. Now yes. you show love. I think this is the case with Messi. Now they, they realize that we don't have anybody that can actually carry the team. And you know yeah. how to when you when you start a new team, it takes two, three years to actually find the right combination and start working properly. And they don't want to go through that because now they've been struggling yeah. for the last five years. And, uh, and 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 the guy can see also that you know what um um you know there's bigger things to win you know for the fact that he's 33 and he's still ambitious as he is i think that that says a lot about his character yeah but i think also with you 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 look at uh, for me i'll say the board members i think they should they should be looking at this differently i mean this is the guy that brought everything he, he you know he brought everything into the team you know he's, yeah. he's the guy that actually um, um made it easier for for them to sign other players because they always wanted to play with messi yeah now sure. yeah i think now i think he needs to be given the respect that he deserves i think they need to be um you know uh to be merciful on this situation and and find a common ground where everything else would, would happen the way it's supposed to happen. I don't think he needs to fight himself out. I don't believe that, he, I, I don't think he, he really wants that because, I mean, he's got a legacy there. I think they just need to find a common ground and shake hands, even if there's a fee. I think they need to come to a fee that is not ridiculous. Let him come to a fee that, because at the end of the day, once once the boy is done, you always want him to come back, yeah. probably maybe be a brand ambassador, whatever the case may be. So I think those are the type of things I need to look at. Because look at Ronaldinho, he played, what, four seasons? three seasons but that then they try to make him a brand ambassador but the problem is Ronaldinho is busy juggling the Luca <laughs> Bonito but you need but you you need you, you need to support Messi you you, you need yeah. to support people into your team because those are the guys yeah. that actually knows what it takes to play for Barcelona so but if you if if, if you if you f***ing up the relationship right now there's no way there's no way that guy will come mm. back there and also as footballers we speak so some 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 young star will be interested to go in Barcelona he'll give Messi a call do you think this is the right yeah. move? You don't want him to say, dude, you go in there, it's a prison sentence. Don't go there. So yeah. I think that, that that's, those are the type of things that they need to look at. Yeah. yeah and I think, just, uh, just one more thing on this. I think it plays into the board's hands, the fact that this is all dragging out. Because if Messi does end up leaving, then the board are going to say, well, you know, he forced his way out. There was absolutely nothing we can do. So they're trying to... Uh, I'm, Look, it's, it's probably a conspiracy, but it, it feels like they're trying to drag his name through the mud um, so that when he does eventually leave, they say, well, you know, he made it ugly and, you know, he was willing to take us to court and, it, you know, it all got out of control. So he ended up leaving and there was nothing we could do because this president, um, no matter what else he does after this Barcelona job, will always be remembered as the president who upset Messi and who mm. let Messi go. Yeah. That's mm. it. There's nothing else he can do now to redeem himself yeah. ever again. So I just feel like it, it, that's what this president is thinking. It's like, oh, I can't have this on my name and it's going to be a name on his name. Yeah, for sure. I think either way, what we'll get from this is maybe in about 10 years or so, a fire Netflix documentary exposing oh, yeah. Barcelona. Oh, goodness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just like an autobiography or something yeah. from Messi's side. Oh my God. Yeah. It'll be insane. I think out of this conversation, what I've taken out of it is Teco's word of the year he yes. said 
Messi full. Messi full, man. Unbelievable. Yes, he did say that. Well done. That was amazing. Yeah. Great. He didn't even realize he said it. Well yeah. done, Tick. That's, that's, awesome. wow. that's how good he actually yeah, sure. is. Well done, Tick. <laughs> The 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 it headline messy full. The, the headline for the whole podcast <laughs> messy full Tekumudis. <laughs> <laughs> but Kurt, so thank you very very much for yep. joining. Uh, have a good one. Thanks, Kurt. Chat to you next week. All right. <clears throat> Up next, we have a segment called 10 Quick Fire Questions. It's the show where we get your favorite PSL players on the line and put them on the spot. This week we have. Hi, my name is Kudakwasi Mahashi, Super Sport midfielder. This is my 10 Fire Questions. Who is the funniest guy in the PSL that you've played with? Kabuza. Who is the flashiest dresser that you've played with? Um, Paul Makola. Who is the worst dressed? The worst dressed? Yeah. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> All right. So what is the worst mistake that you remember making in a match? Uh, I remember when uh, uh, I missed the penalty when I was still at Orlando Pirates. Uh, Bank Cup. Uh, do you remember who it was against? Yeah, play Clippers. All right. At Supersports United, who is your best friend? At Washington, Arubi. What is your favorite footballing memory? When I scored a, a goal for the national team champ tournament 2014. And uh, what is the best goal that you've ever scored in a match? Uh, Golden Arrows versus Baroka. Uh, uh, we went on a transition. We won the ball in the center. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we counterattacked Baroka. Uh, so I was still making a run, and then Figizolo just uh, passed me the ball. I hit it first time. If you could have any car in the world right now, what car would you get? BMW X6. If I if I go to Zimbabwe right now, what's what's a, what's a, a, a local food that I have to try? I must try Saza and Mazondo. And uh, last but not least, what is your favorite holiday destination? Dubai. Have you ever been? No, I wish to go there with my wife and my family. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love, I love it because you know what it, you know what it tells me about these guys is that they sit probably for hours at a time just oh, looking yeah. at pictures of other places. Oh man, fantastic Brilliant. stuff! Good Big player, good, good guy. Yeah, boo. And uh, up next, we have a segment called The Secret Footballer. Uh, it's where Sean Roberts takes a look at our sister publication, Kickoff Magazine, finds a story uh, on the back page that is uh, told by an anonymous source. What you got for us this week? Yeah, so this is actually something I've never even thought of. Um, and this player said it, and I don't know if we've actually covered it. Mm-hmm. But if we did cover it, I obviously wasn't listening. So <laughs> here we go. Um what is interesting for me is what will happen next season because COVID will still be around and our clubs won't be able to afford to put the players back in the bubble again. Mm. So mm. it's a good question. Yeah. And I, and I don't know if we have covered it or so we've even asked the question. We covered it briefly, but but not with the, with the cost factor in mind of, yeah. of we can't do another bubble. Um, but it, it is... And I open question. the question to you and Teko, you know, what, what, what can actually happen? I mean... It's, it's, I have to look at what the Premier League did with going to the, the to each team's stadium um, and just making sure that it's well sanitized and well kept. And that seems like the best option to me because, again, we can't go to one province again and, and just do it like this. It, it was just too expensive. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a, 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 about trust, whether or not do we trust all the players and, and team members and, and staff, staff members to... The problem is it's not, it's not really about trust because if there's one case, no matter how it comes, like what happens then? 
Like that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> and with football, it's strange. They they tell just the players to isolate when they get COVID. Like yeah. for example, Neymar has just contracted it. He yeah. he he has to self isolate. But you look at something like basketball. One guy got it. League shut down. Yeah. So are we an NBA or are we a Premier League or a, We're a PSL, or, brother? <laughs> <laughs> We're a PSL, my chief. So I don't know. I don't think, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's an interesting question, but I mean, the the, the problem is if they've got to be more if, if it is possible more relaxed about it because it's uh, but you can't be more relaxed so I, I don't i don't have the answer yeah you can't go back in the bubble it's, it's not feasible mm -hmm. it's not financially feasible you can't expect players to be away from their families for months now yeah some guys have just had kids and whatnot um and, and i don't know how they're going to monitor what these guys do not just the players you're talking about staff as well outside of the game like once they leave training what do they do so, Teko, I don't know if you've heard anything uh, being the man on the ground there. Have you heard what's what could possibly happen? Uh, I haven't heard, Sean, but uh, but I think what made it easier for the PSL to have a biobubble was because, if you remember, Ivan, Ivan Koza said he they were paying the team's grant and there were no football at the time. Mm -hmm. So I think um, it was the team's responsibility to pay for for their own bio bubble and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But 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 the, I think if if we if we have to ha happen like that again, I think it will be strenuous for the players because I don't think it's easy for the players even now to be in the same spots. You know, it's, you know, isolated in your room. I think it's tough for the players. But I also believe that if 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 now we 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 opening up things, I think it all goes down to team's responsibility in terms of testing as well. I think it'll be proper if all the players get tested, may probably maybe before they go to camp so that everybody knows where they are. And uh, and and it's going to be tough for the teams as well to monitor all these players, what they do, where they go and what whatever the case might be. So if you are a very responsible person, and sometimes you don't have to be irresponsible, you need to be careful where you're going because you can, you know, you can get this thing from anywhere. But I think it's going to be tough going into, into the new season. You just hope that with summer coming in, the weather being great, maybe the cases might go down a bit, so and it might give a little bit of freedom in terms of movement. Sure. But uh, but but for now, I think I think after this, I think it all boils down to the players themselves, uh, the teams as well, because I don't think the PSL will take such responsibility again, because number one, we can see how how badly teams are performing. It's it's we haven't. We, we haven't seen the best performances in, in the bio bubble for teams mm. because you can tell that there's so many issues within there. It's, it's not easy. I hated camp all my life. I hated going to camp. I just hated being away from my family because I don't, I, don't, I don't like being told what time to eat, what time to sleep, you know. But, but this is the case. This is where we are right now. But I think we, we just, I think now after, after this, the players would have adjusted to what the norm is. And that maybe taking uh, more responsibility going forward. I think it's high time that players take responsibility, and and we'll see what happens. But I haven't heard anything. But it will be very interesting to see whether we are going to have a bar bubble again. But I don't think it's, it's it's good for anybody, for any team, you know, for any coach. Imagine you losing every game at the bar bubble. You oh, go back bro. to the hotel. You seeing the same people because oh. when you're home, you you've got a proper balance. You know, you can you can you can switch off from football a little bit. You know, for family, there's kids there around, and then it gives you a little bit of time to calm down a bit. But in the Bible, there's no such. 
you're facing, you're seeing the same people that, that cost you the game. Even the players as well, you, you, you dare, you, that feeling will never go away until the next game. So there's no time to actually readjust your feelings and all that type of stuff. Real quick, before we discuss the promoted teams, uh, I want to, or team, or singular, I, uh, I want to do this week in football history real quick. Today we remember great moments from the past. We dive into the time capsule. Join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history. This week in 1892, Liverpool played their first match at Anfield, a 7-1 win over Rotherham Town in a friendly. Uh, this week back in 2001, Kaiser Chiefs beat Sundown 7-6 on penalties after a 2-2 draw to win the BP Top 8 final. And this week in 2008, Manchester City announced the signing of Brazilian striker Robinho for a then-British record fee of £32.5 million. You may remember him as the club's first signing since reaching an agreement to accept the Abu Dhabi sorry Abu Dhabi United Group as their new owners Abu Dhabs Abu Dhabs it was the first big money signing man and you know Robinho went on to become the greatest Manchester City player of all time <laughs> shut up <laughs> oh man uh, that was this week in football history but let's talk about the, you know uh, we, we mentioned it briefly earlier but man Swallows FC promoted Will they return to the glory days of old? I um, hope so. Yeah. It, it's, it's a tough and heartbreak for Ajax Cape Town on the other end of it. Yeah. I mean, it's today they had like a six points or seven point lead at one stage. Yeah. Ajax. So it is heartbreaking. We've seen it happen again and again with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've said it before, we, we, need, we need three teams in Cape Town. So, so I'm, I'm just hoping they win the playoffs. That's the thing. Okay, mentally speaking, as coming from a player perspective, how do you get yourself out of this disappointment into, I think it's, you, you have to play six matches in the playoffs, right? I think so, it's three. I think it's three. three. Oh yeah, it's three, three, three each, three yeah. yeah. Um, it's a tough one. It's a biggie because it, it's been an exhausting year for Ajax, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, they haven't wanted to be in the NFD. Um there was that whole drama going on about, you know, remember last year, it was the season before last season, I can't remember um, with what happened and should have they been relegated with uh, the player that was, I can't remember exactly what happened. Some player played for three teams, I think it was. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's Doro. Got, Doro, that's why. That's why they got deducted the points. But, um, yeah, Swallows promoted, amazing. Um, again, came down to goal difference. Yeah. So much history with this team. Mm-hmm. They were forgotten for a good few years and I just hope they make some good signings. I hope they've got some financial backing and I hope they solidify themselves as a, a PSL front runner because Swallows is Swallows, is swallows man. Yeah. I, I saw a funny tweet uh, from uh, David Mogashua. Uh, the, Try to say that name when you drank. He tweeted. He tweeted. Um, he was like, "PSL teams, please release our our fans." <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, because True story. Yeah, a lot of Swallows fans probably. True story. Secret fans of other teams now. True story. So yeah. I mean, the, the cool thing is, all these Joburg teams that are leaving, at least there's one team coming back. Right, Joburg. Yeah. So that's a bit of a Eight. consolation. Exactly, and um, and there's well, a, and Swallows have a big following. I take. I mean, that's a big, big team with a lot of history. With a lot, a lot, a lot of history. Yeah. But uh, the the fans are too old now. I'm sure they're in bed. Uh, uh, but it's great to see uh, Swallows back. You know, um, after if you remember as well, 
you know, um, there was a big fight in terms of, of the names as well, you know, naming rights. So there was a lot of issues before Swallows became Swallows again. And for them to come into, into, into Glad Africa in one season and winning, uh, winning, uh, winning the league to come back into the PSL, you know, I, I think they've done themselves great, great justice. You could see the way they're happy. And uh, congratulations to them. And I'm happy to see Chisboy Mukwena back into the PSL. Yes. You know, we, he struggled a bit after sundowns, moving from one club to another. Um, will they bring back the glory days? I think that's too soon for us to tell because those are the kind of things that you build in years. So mm, I think yeah. the first thing that they, they need to do is probably, you know, focus like what Stelis has done, focus on surviving first. You know, it's tough in the but league. But make the signings, for, make some signings, spend some money. Yeah, yeah, but but the thing is now, I think now they, they're in a good, good, good position. Mm. I'll tell you why. There's two teams, two top teams that are, okay, Vets, it's confirmed that they, they sold. And then uh, Highlands Park, they potentially maybe, if somebody decides to tell the truth, maybe they might be uh, they might be selling or maybe the deal is done already. And as, 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 as Swallows, you look at what is it that you can get from there for free that can come and help you. Mm. You know, and then and then you 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 using those uh, transfer windows very 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 well. Don't be emotional. Don't go all over exactly. the place and start signing everybody. I think they need to be very very strategic. I think it will be sad for them to go, come up and go down again yeah. within a year. And 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 one thing that I appreciate about them as well is 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 keeping Brandon Trotter the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, man. You know, because after that, there was talks of who uh, uh, Gordon Egerson is coming back. Who's just? I think this thing of recycling coaches, man, it, it disturbs me a lot. Mm -hmm. Look, Gordon Egerson has achieved so much in, in South African football. You know, I think his 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 legacy is there up there. But I think we need to give these guys credit where it's due. You know, he he's done so well within the team. Um, I don't. I, I wish that uh, Roca Salas wouldn't be too quickly to 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 fire him or to put him under pressure. They need to understand that the, the the dynamics of the PSL as well. You that, know, that's the thing. Does, has. does he have the experience to to sort of run a PSL team? I think time will tell. I guess. I, I guess, but but here's the here's the thing. At some point, Gordon Nickerson didn't have that experience. Peter Simani didn't have that experience. Exactly. So was Gavin Hunt. They didn't have experience at some point. So I think the, for you to acquire this type of experiences, it's it's been thrown under the bus, and to have those kind of experiences, and 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 I think Roca Salas are in, in in that position as well. You know, it's great for them to come back into. We can, uh, you know, bring back the football in Soweto, in Dobsonville. That's the stadium that they're gonna use. Mm -hmm. I think that they just need to be competitive because that's my issue. Because there's no point of them being promoted, been doing so well in Real Africa, and come into the PSL and then you're not competitive enough. Then you, you that type of a team now come come next season. We're discussing whether you're gonna survive relegation or not. And as and as for and as for Ajax, I think it's sad. Because they've been they 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 they've been one of the teams that have been very consistent. I think they also they could have they could have won easy maybe in the bar bubble maybe first three games or two games they could have been promoted easily. I think the pressure got the best out of them. Yeah. But also they still have a chance, you know. Um. And and they, and they they are well rested now. They they look at the league differently. They look at the potential people to play against, and they're gonna play against teams that are probably maybe not that fresh and they are fresher, they need to take advantage of that. I think if they just win the first two games, they're done. They don't need to even play the third one. 
yeah. you know. Um, and the, like Sean has said, I think it will be great for football for Ajax to be back in the, in 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 Cape Town, you know. Um, also for 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 the Cape Town for Cape Town as a city. Uh, to have uh, all these big three teams coming in there, you know, it's great. created excitement. It's, it's, great. it's great for everybody. But uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, I think for, for IX players, I think they'll look at this as well as a second chance that they need to grab with both hands. 100%. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I mean, Swallows, there's our players that are available now that are on a free um, that are will do a great job offhand, like Lucky Mahomi, for example, Keegan Ritchie, go back to his roots. Um, but yeah, time will tell, I guess. Time will yeah. tell. But yeah, no, congratulations to Swallows. Just looking at it, um, five, five, five wins to, to close off the season for them. Uh, so wow. they really chased it down um, and came back strong. Yeah. And you know... And it's, and it's, they, they did it very quietly. They never spoke about anything about winning the league. They did it so quietly. They, they took one game at a time. Quietly. That's the, <laughs> they did, they did, they really, they really did well, you know. Um, That's why, why. Yeah, to 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 hunt down uh, Ajax the way they did sneakily, you know. Um, sometimes when you chase people down, ah. you, ah. <laughs> you need to do it in a in a car, you know. Ah, it just, well, just makes it easier. <laughs> <laughs> I can see your head going. You're just thinking of like, what can I, how can I intro this? And that, that was that was horrific. But anyway, um, this week car of the week is Dumisani Zuma's Golf Seven R. He's been mm, pictured. Say that first with name it. again. Dumisani. I just like the, the energy. <laughs> Did you like it? Don't pick Dumisani. on me. Dumisani. Um, it is the most powerful golf ever sold by VW in South Africa. While it's not as popular as the older GTI sibling, the R is capable of a sub five second 0 to 100 sprint time. The R costs 676,500 Rand. That's, a, that's around 100,000 Rand more than its older brother, the GTI. However, the R gives you the bragging rights, more power, all-wheel drive, and that lovely exhaust. It's not also that common as the GTI. I do love VW. I do find it excruciatingly expensive, though. But all in all, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, you see that R range, I really dig. Um, there's, there's, I was actually warned off not getting a VW by, by like my parents. They were like... It's the one car that everyone will steal. I don't know if that's even... It's a polo. Yeah. If it's a polo. (laughs) Apparently... the R range is sick, man. You know, the Tiguan. Oh, man. Sexy, sexy Sexy car. Shaxi. Yeah. All right. Uh, You know, Simon has a whole lot of editing to do before the show comes out. I think he's really going to need some motivation. So, <laughs> so please. Right, I know, Tech. I don't want to say anymore, but I've given up on yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, guys, we should we must stop doing this at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right, Dion Hotto said, "Attitude is everything in life. Whether you rise or fall, everything is based upon the attitude that you show at that moment. Your attitude determines your altitude." Ooh, I've always liked that attitude determines your altitude. That's it. That's it. Thank that's, you, Dion. That's the vibes. That's the vibes. But um, if you have been listening I, to us, <laughs> what? Was, <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, just the. I, 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 I'm not gonna say anything with this with this uh, codes and all that stuff. <laughs> just, just gonna keep it to myself alright right. But whether you've been listening to us on the SL Podcast Network, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts or Mahi Gang 96.7 FM's Game Time, thank you very much for listening to the show from myself, your host Lou Paho, my co-host Sean Roberts thank you sir, and my other co-host Mr. Deco Modise uh, we may be there. 
And our editor, Simon Streller, thank you. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. This is a Sangana Corner.